Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 365. We got a little bit different one for you this week. This is everything about Motor City Comic Con that we can fit in an episode. That we're excited about. Yes, there is so much more that we didn't even get to within this episode. But sit back, relax, grab a cold one, and listen to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 365. Motor City Comic Con 2019 pre-gaming. Well, Lynn, it's that time of year again. Favorite time of year again. It's when you can start wearing no shirts out in public? Yes. <laughs> no, that's all the ladies' favorite time of year again. No, it is time for my favorite convention of the year, Motor City Comic Con. Ah, yes it is. I mean, we, we go to many different cons throughout the years, but this is the place that I've always called home. Yeah. This is kind of where... Drunk on Comics kind of got our first start. This is where we've met a lot of people in the industry. This is where we've made a lot of just friends and made our con family. Yes. Um, a lot I of... wedged myself into that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do any of that work. <laughs> we've got some of our best uh, interviews with people just by being ourselves, just hanging out and going to the bar afterwards and having a beer with some of the guests and then striking up a conversation and then asking if we can record it. And so I always love going to this convention. Um, I love the support that we've gotten from many of the staff there, especially from Miriam. And uh, pretty much, I don't know, I, I don't know how to say thank you enough to them. But as every year when we go there, we kind of got our... Our hype episode. Our, yes. What we're looking forward to. Yes. And there's a lot this year. They are jam fucking packed. Well, it is their 30th uh, anniversary, which I feel like it was just the other day. It was their 25th. Yeah. Like, I feel like. You're five years older last, now. Yeah. Where did the last five <laughs> years go? Weren't we just celebrating another milestone? I mean, you are drunk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we have the infamous. Waking up the next day, grabbing a Gatorade out of my backpack and finding out that was half rum filled and taking a giant swig and realizing, oh my God, I'm going to die. But then it was a good old hair of the dog yep, there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yes, Motor City Comic Con coming May 17th through 19th. Yep. Uh, tickets At the are... Suburban Collection Showplace. You know, I'm over kind of messing that up except for I always think of... Me- I don't have to purposely mess it up yeah. and say so sh- showplace showdown. Yeah. However, no. or showcase showdown, showcase whatever. Showdown. So whatever you can't even it. get the mess up right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just all fuzzy in the head. Uh, tickets are still available, and uh, you can pretty much get a Friday pass, adult pass for thirty bucks. Saturday is forty, and then Sunday is back to thirty. I have to say, for a show that of this size cuz it's big. It's not it's not a tiny little con. It's not a a basement of a church sized con. Uh the tickets are not expensive. No, I don't think. No, not at all. Like a whole weekend pass for an adult is 80 bucks. Yeah. That is very reasonable compared to and I will 
be honest, this is, uh, in my mind, I have four different levels of cons. A cons are the New York, Chicago, San Diego. Those are just massive. Right. Then there's the B-level cons like this. Um, I don't want to, like, say Emerald City or not because I haven't really been to down there, but Pretty sure Emerald City is up there. Probably an A yeah. well, or a B. I don't yeah. know what the they level. Get, they get Kevin Smith in there. Yeah. That's, that makes them. And then we have like a C, yeah. C level, which is some other uh, town, you know, shows. It's Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, yeah. I say, is about yeah. C level. And then there's D level, which is at certain. Church basements and libraries and wherever anyone will let casinos you have and some stuff. space for a con. Yeah. <laughs> and so with going, it's, it's weird to say that. There's a different enjoyment for the different level of conventions. The A ones, you there's too much to yeah, it's pull overwhelming. In, but, but there's so much that if you want to have like a smorgasbord of things to do, I feel the B level is the perfect because it's not so big that it's overwhelming. But there's more to offer than the other two tiers. Now, granted, the the smaller tiers though, that's where it's a little bit more intimate. You really get to chat with the guests because right. they don't pull in as many uh, patrons into the shows. That's why they're still smaller, but a lot of them are growing, sure. which is always great. And then they outgrow their, their home and then they have to find new convention halls to uh, yep. have them at. Yep. But yes, Motor City Comic Con is one of my favorites. And let's start off with uh, talking about some of the, the artist guests. Yes, uh, I'm gonna start because I'm so very excited because <laughs> I can I can only guess who you're gonna say. And honestly, like one of the main reasons because you, I mean, I, I am not as prevalent a con goer as you are. Mm -hmm. So if I don't feel like I'm gonna get like my not my money's worth because you get your money's worth after you pay the ticket and just walk in this fucking door because the tickets are not expensive but my time's worth right if i can make a lap around the con and then make another lap around the con and feel like i've seen everything then i'm like why why bother but the quality and caliber and amount of people they have this year is astounding but more specifically <laughs> sean murphy is going to be there who i love so much. Never heard of him. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have to dig out all my copies of Punk Rock Jesus because that book was amazing and I want him to sign it. He just did Batman White Knight, which was a fucking amazing book. He worked on um, Tokyo Ghost, which was another really good book. Um, so he's like, he's just right up there on my list of if I could meet them and get them to sign a book for me, then I will feel like accomplished as a nerd fangirl. I feel is the second, I think it's coming out in July, the second, uh, White Knight story. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, um, what is that called? White Knight. No. White. It's got a whole different name now. Um, White Knight, I don't remember what it is, but it, yeah, and it's like people are looking forward to that. I think this uh, Batman White Knight was supposed to be like a one-off. Well, that's what I had yeah. thought too, and when it wrapped up, holy cow, there's now going to be another one. Uh, it's uh, Curse of the White Knight. Yeah. Okay. So it's still All right. White Knight, Batman White Knight, Curse of the White Knight. All right. 
Very exciting. Very exciting. That was just such an amazing. Yeah, like I mean, that came out of nowhere too, for me at least. Yeah. I didn't read Punk Rock oh, Jesus. God. I did read a little bit book. of the Chron- Chrononauts uh, when it first started, yeah. but then it. He did kinda... the Wake. Didn't you read the Wake? I thought you read that book. That was another one that I had started yeah. and just. All right. So many titles, yeah. so little time. American Vampire was another one that he was involved in. Real, real good. Um, and ladies, Google his picture because he's got amazing blue eyes. He's not bad to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I know he almost looks like he should be like on TV. Or I know, something. I know. He's, he's got a little dreaminess going on. Um, but oh, I'm so excited! I will. I've stood in lines. I refuse to stand in lines for pictures. I'm not one of those people. I totally will give it up to people who want to do that. I, it's just not my thing. When I go into a con, I want to spend time being in the con. That being said, I have stood in lines to get autographs from certain people, one of them being Scott Snyder. I stood in a line for him for three hours, and I will do the same thing for Sean Murphy. I had almost <laughs> done that, and when I realized that's three hours, yeah, I do regret it a little bit. But If you're I... at a con for a whole weekend... Like, when I stood in line for three hours for Scott Snyder, I was at the con for... Actually, it was C2E2, so it was Thursday yeah, I knew exactly where, yeah. through Sunday. So I was there the whole time, um, so I wasn't worried about wasting too much time on him. Uh, it wasn't a waste of time, because Jock was also there. Jock and Scott Snyder. It was pretty cool. Um, anyway. Someone that I am very... Are you done <laughs> Yes, I'm over done him? gushing over Sean Murphy. <laughs> Someone that I'm very looking forward to see is the man that makes Hollywood, Jason Westlake. <laughs> I was going to choose him or, or Seth the Moose, but I figure I see Seth a little bit more than Jason. Yeah. Uh, kidding aside, Jason is a great artist, he and is. everyone should go check out his work. He's uh, He helped us first uh, making our logo and then uh, allowing us to use some of his artwork on our um, sure. webpage and everything. I have everything. a ton of his prints. Yeah, yes, his yeah. prints are unique and amazing. Yep. Um, but kidding aside, someone who I am very looking forward to is uh, Esad Ribic. He, like when me and my brother were reading Thor, God of Thunder with Jason Aaron, which, oh my God, if Jason Aaron was there, that would be... That would be your person that you would That would be my for. main person. Uh, yeah. Besides Jonathan Hickman. Hickman is, I think, my favorite of all art- or writers. Glad that he's coming back. I've enjoyed every Hickman book that he's written. Jason Aaron is, I think, my second in this now at times. Um, and Esad had uh, drawn uh, most of all God of Thunder, which was an amazing Thor book. And Jason Aaron just knows how to um, write Thor, and Esad just knew how to draw this world and he also was the interior artist for all secret wars too which ah, Hickman had also yeah written so they've always had kind of a a very close he's, relationship he's working with your heroes yes no wonder you well and he's he's a really talented artist like he's done some uh silver surfer some i mean everything else. he's pr- primarily been uh with uh marvel but uh yeah he's definitely someone i want to check out yeah I so did you ever watch? I mean, everyone watched Boondocks. You watched Boondocks, oh, right? Oh, fucking love Boondocks. Um, did you ever watch the Black Dynamite animated series? 
that was also on yes. Adult Swim. So Carl Jones is going to be there, and he was the executive producer and head writer for Black Dynamite, and also the executive producer for The Boondocks, which are both fucking amazing shows. So I think it's super exciting that he's going to be there. I would He's the type of person that I would love to pick his mind, because he's been in, involved in so many things. He does, like, music. He has a musical that he did with a bunch of um, big names in hip-hop. He's done these these amazing animated award-winning programs for Adult Swim. And it's just like, it's you know, to get into the mind of somebody like that is like very, like something you totally want to do. So I'm looking forward to meeting him. Um, someone else who I've, I met up last year uh, up north at C4 is Gene Ha. Mm-hmm. He like, Primarily just because he was one of the nicest people that I ever just chatted with. And he was always, when someone came up to the table that, you know, just was interested in his work, he was kind of like, here, have a free poster. And he'd just sign it for people that um, were interested in, in his in He his has work. an amazing signature, too. Yes. <laughs> and uh, our good buddy uh, Joe from My Geek Scene uh, just uh, conducted an interview with him uh, he was over at a signing down in Kalamazoo, and oh, uh, nice. Joe took a trip down there and was quite excited because that was one of his favorite uh, artists up at C4 as yeah. well. And I don't know if he did the Hand of Doom, but one of the things that I love that Joe does with his uh, when he goes to cons is finds artists to draw. You know how Michigan is shaped like a hand. Yeah. So he will have, and it's my geek scene. He will have people draw hands in some perspective way. And I want to say that he did uh, the Hand of Doom uh, for from Hellboy. Mm, gotcha. As Michigan. Yeah. That's awesome. I want one. And forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong, Joe, but uh, regardless... Uh, we will not edit this out later. <laughs> we'll just no. let Tony be wrong. <laughs> mean like always? Yes. <laughs> uh, another big name go- coming is uh, Jim Lee. Oh, I mean, can you even say big name? Can like is the word big big enough? Yeah, I was. It's like legendary. That's what I should have said. <laughs> I was surprised when I heard this announcement. Yeah, not really surprised uh, because as we've already said, Motor City Comic Con has grown mm, in yes. structure and nature and with the guests that they're pulling in now. But you know, to see him come to one of my favorite shows is going to be amazing. I would kill to get to interview him. Yeah, that... That's not going to happen. I can say that right yeah. now. Some of these other guests that we're kind of mentioning, there's some possibilities uh, just with... I already told you I wasn't working this con, but if you do get an interview with Sean Murphy, I will totally work the that interview with you. <laughs> just to put that out there. <laughs> um, we also have uh, Philip Tan, who... A lot of people may not know his name, but he's done so much work on so many issues in Marvel and DC, including He-Man, Masters in the Universe. He's done Batman, Superman. He's done Batman Beyond. Uh, he did a couple of, uh, well, he did Curse of the Brimstone, just all, all kinds of stuff here and there. He's worked on X-Men. So one of those, I I think in comic the comic book industry there's there's different levels, right? Same same with actors, I think. You have the superstars, right? So you have Jim Lee. And then you have what in acting they call character actors, where you see them everywhere. And every time you see their face, you know who they are. 
but you don't think about them in terms of Hollywood, right? They're just yeah. everywhere. They're always working. And that's the kind of guy that Philip Tan is. And he's the kind of guy that you want to talk to if you're especially if you're interested or trying to get into the comic book industry because those are the guys who are always 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 working and getting work and doing amazing stuff obviously or else they wouldn't keep getting jobs but so that's i think that's a pretty good pull too for the uh for the con uh tim seeley is another big name uh not only an artist but a writer as well who has done uh many things from wildcats ant-man and wasp to Hack and Slash, um, working on some Injustice versus Master of the Universe, which I seriously enjoyed that one. Uh, side note, the Master of the Universe uh, books that they put out from DC, they not a whole ongoing series, but that this one went into their Injustice ongoing series mm, yeah. and them fighting, which Injustice is just an amazing yeah. Elseworlds book as sure. itself. So he's another person. Um, someone who is... Probably the most unique, uh, I don't want to say individual, but has some of the most unique um, and abstract kind of art, Ted McKeever. Ted. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is, and he's like, he's such an interesting person to talk to. If you go and talk to Ted, he will talk to you. Like, he will engage in, like, a full-on conversation with you. He's so He has so much to say, and it's so interesting. And I highly suggest going and talking to him. Because he's it's just, you can, instead of being like, hey, hi, how are you? Buy my comics. Blah, blah, blah. Like, which is what artists and, and writers are supposed to do at cons, because they're working. But he will, like, fully engage in, like, a crazy, interesting conversation with you if you start one with him. And I just, oh, he's so cool. <laughs> and, like, if you get a chance to get a commission from him, they're just so... Yeah, just let him go. Just say, draw me something. You know who, actually, now that I think of it, who really reminds me a lot about Ted is uh, Ryan Ryan Lee. Mm, I could see Because of some yeah. of his art that he does that's so abstract that it's beautifully weird, I guess, is a the thing to say. Yeah. I don't know if that's... It's yeah. a positive thing that I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. I, beautifully weird is good. And the, there's a lot of artists who that's their niche, and it's amazing. Um, like Ryan Brown is another one who yeah. draws beautifully weird stuff. And there is definitely a market for that because I love stuff that's fucking weird. And when you can draw something that's so, especially with Ted, Ted does a lot of line work, right? He doesn't necessarily color a lot of his stuff. It's, it's heavy inks. And it's, just you can stare at it just for eternity <laughs> it's just so visually interesting um one other person that i'm uh would like to meet sarah richard okay um she did a lot of the covers for gem and the holograms which that was oh. such an amazing book sure um, should take my gem and the holograms with me yeah she's done some ghostbusters and deadpool and uh yeah. Her, her art is colorful, yeah. I should say. Yeah, Gem and the Holograms definitely, you know, if you can think about back to any of those, they're just filled to the brim with color. Um, let's not forget Joe Prado. He's going to be there. Tons, oh. tons of, tons of work that this man has done. Uh, Birds of Prey, Green Lantern, 
Justice League. He worked on Multiversity. Is that even still a comic book? Or they've kind of moved that off into its own thing now, hasn't well, it? Well, it was uh, kind of a... Yeah, it's, it was kind of a one-shot-ish... I want them to come back with doing some of that because it was interesting yeah. to see the yeah. multiverse. Right now he's working on Superman with BMB, Brian Michael Bendis. So, I mean, was, you got some Supermans to take to the man. I would do it. <laughs> um, another person who's kind of a legend, uh, mainly from stuff that's uh, happened before, uh, Alan Davis. And he will be at the show. He's done uh, a lot of work uh, for both the big two, um, working on stuff such as uh, X-Men to um, some Justice League and yeah, working with Alan Moore on uh, oh. Marvel Man. Ooh. I didn't know Alan Moore could work with anyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> they worked for a time. Uh <laughs> They they had a a big uh, argument over some Marvel Comics stuff and pretty much uh, they fell out of yeah friendliness. Oh, but that seems like it <laughs> like, was probably entirely Alan Moore's fault. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's and there's a lot of local people that I'm excited to see who I haven't seen a while, in a while. Dan's gonna be there. Dan Doherty's gonna be there. Uh, Eric Gutierrez is going to be there, who draws this wonderfully filthy comic book about a, a bunny named Max. Um, he also <laughs> owes me a commission. So, Eric, I'm coming for you. Give me that Jean Grey. <laughs> we got Jay Fosgett, um, as well as uh, Katie Cook. Yep. yep. Who also some big names that have worked on. Oh. They're still working on for sure. many projects. Uh, a lot of, like, there's some... This isn't a, a pony con, but there's always a lot of people that have written for or drawn right. for My Little Pony yeah. at these things. And although it's not my cup of tea, I can, still, I can still look at it and be like, that's incredible art. Yep. So especially if you have kids, oh yeah, definitely go up to they, one of those two. They pull in. If you, if you ever walk by Katie in the middle of a con, there's always a line of people coming to get things signed and usually it's my little pony stuff i also have to advertise she draws i think it's like it was like 15 or 20 dollars and they're just these little cards and she does them very quickly because she's super talented and she paints them with her little watercolors but they're the most fucking adorable things yeah. on the planet i have a Jean gray and batman one <laughs> because i mixed two things together um but if you have if if you want to get a commission and you're like, I don't want to spend $80, $100 on a commission, I would definitely go hit Katie up because she will bust one out for you real quick and you're going to love it. All right. Um, one last shout out that I want to do is a personal friend of mine, C.R. Warner. Um, Cassidy is very talented, uh, so much so that having introduced her to many of the people that we know have encouraged her to kind of get into more of instead of just doing the arts and prints and, and everything like that actually making a book so she's been working on that lately Ooh. hopefully she'll have it out this summer i don't know if she'll have it in time for the con but always love up and coming yeah creative people well and that's so this cons are definitely especially cons like this because a lot of cons get kind of 
they have artist alleys. All of them do. But a lot of times the artist alley is ignored for the celebrity guests. And one thing Motor City has always done well is showcase their artist alley. And this is a good place to go see up-and-coming artists. Pick up some prints. Pick up some commissions while they're still up and coming. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Go get that art. Go pay them for that art. Definitely throw your money at them. That's what they're there for. They're there working. Definitely buy stuff from Artist Alley. Now, there's besides the art and creators of comic books, there's a lot of other fun things that can be had at the con. There's plenty of Q&A panels that are going on. They're still working on the schedule, so we don't necessarily have that yet. Right. Um, do know that the cosplay contest is going to be on Saturday at 5 p.m. Yeah, that's always huge. Yeah. It's always There's a big event. some amazing costumes yep. that show up. And I fully encourage anyone, even if it's you feel it's a ridiculous costume, I make ridiculous costumes. Yeah. I enjoy it. Just own it. Sure. Dress up. Yeah. It's fun. I've done it. It's a good time. I did it this uh, past uh, year at the con at um, Grand Rapids when it was around Halloween time. So had my Halloween disappearing snap. Oh, my that's right. That's right. That's and a lot of people. I helped you make that. How yeah. did I forget? <laughs> and a lot of people were uh, taking pictures with me, which was I'm usually the one taking pictures of these awesome yeah. costumes. So it was kind of kind of cool. It is. It is definitely fun to walk around in costume i do have to i do have to throw a, a little a couple side notes here if you're gonna go in costume um just for general awareness don't stop in the middle of a busy aisle and take pictures with people escort yourselves off to the end to take a picture because you're blocking traffic especially if you're an artist alley you're probably standing in front of someone's table and they're working <laughs> you're blocking them from selling stuff so really that's and don't take pictures of people in cosplay without asking them first. Not all of them want their pictures taken. Most of them do, and most of them are more than willing, and most of them want to pose for you in a way just, that makes them ask. look good. Yeah, just ask them. Don't be skeevy and take, you know, if they're already posing for a picture, go ahead and take a picture. They're mm -hmm. already doing it. But, you know, be nice. <laughs> um, there's also always the anime room that has movies going around, and they sometimes have panels in there to talk about. Yeah. Um, episodes or, as I said, certain anime movies. Yes, that, that room gone. is also usually pretty busy. People the, love anime. Two new things, uh, unless somehow I was totally missing it the last couple of years, they're going to have a gaming room. Yeah, I saw, well, and by gaming, do you mean arcade? Yes. Yeah, I don't, I think that is new. A lot of times they say gaming rooms and they have a bunch of tabletop stuff going on, but this is like a legit arcade. That's kind of nice, because sometimes you get tired of walking around the con and you want something to do. Yeah, hang out. Yes. Hopefully that's open later in the evenings as well, after the con. Yeah. Although I can see that being super busy then. Right. But one of the big things I'm looking forward to is that you're going to have an escape room there. Yeah, you do like escape rooms, don't you? Yes. Um, it looks like it's going to be for a one to two players, so it's going to be a smaller one. Oh, that's and nice. And it's... Uh, Runtime is about 15 minutes. Okay. So this seems to be something to where uh, getting people kind of in and out, but enjoying yeah. still something different at the convention. Sure. And Tony, Tony, they have geek speed dating. What? <laughs> you could go find yourself the perfect geek lady in geek speed dating. I'm not going to lie. I might. You check should that out. totally do it. I want to know about it. Even if, like, I mean, what's, what's the harm? You either meet someone really cool or you meet no one. 
is like your regular life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And then you could come back and talk all about it because I totally want to know what it's like. Oh, I'd be uh, very sad if I had forgotten to talk about the Saturday Night Bash. Mm. One of the best uh, things that happens, and actually at all the cons, probably the one of the best, uh, how can I say it, like, organized? Yeah. Um, going to a lot of different conventions, usually it's just a, a group of people, and then more people start showing up, and then it just turns into kind of a, right. a bash of whether it's just... Uh, guests to the show um, or creators or big name guests um, just hanging out. Mm -hmm. uh, this one, it's actually, like I said, well organized. Uh, usually there's um, some little f finger food that you can get. Yeah. There's uh, song and dancing and right. just a lot of people hanging out. And, and it's, you know what? It's free. Like, as long as you have a ticket to the show, you don't have to pay an extra fee to get in. You just go and you hang out. I mean, obviously, if you want a drink, you're going to have to pay for drinks. Drinks aren't free. No. Uh, drink responsibly. Make sure you have rides home. <laughs> now, I, I do want to say the the picture for this is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Some of the coolest people <laughs> in there. I'm not going to lie. I love Travis's head. Just like, kind of Popping in. into the frame. Like, hey, you forgot me. <laughs> I um, love, though, that, I, that I'm in this picture. Yes. and Yeah. A much less bearded you. Yeah, that was, yeah. You don't do that again. I don't like that beard. Non-beard? Oh, just the, yeah, the goatee? Yeah, the, the chin strap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for you, Linz, I will never, full, full never, beard. never shave again. <laughs> all right. Um, now, besides all this, there's plenty of uh, things to buy at the show. There's the... The t-shirt tower, as I call it, yeah. where you can find almost any nerdy t-shirt. Right. Uh, but there's some other people that have kind of more specialty things. And there's a couple that I'm looking forward to just checking out. Um, Wood Turned Magic. Um, this is a local person in Michigan who primarily makes uh, wands. Now, there's some other things that he has, such as walking sticks and canes. But he makes cool-looking Harry Potter wands and if you want a wand that you're not paying universal type dollars and want to get it for less expensive mm -hmm. uh the wands look like straight up from harry potter and they all look pretty unique so that's awesome that's one to definitely check out i do see there is a place where you can go buy yourself some cat costumes frodo you're gonna get some costumes <laughs> you mean four yeah. For your cat, not yeah. not me wearing a costume right. that as of a cat. It's <laughs> no, for it's for your cat. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I might. know some people that own cats that yeah. would probably do that. For sure. Um, something that I find interesting as a guy, I don't wear a lot of jewelry. However, I do like shiny things, and well, there's a booth, shiny things, <laughs> which uh, has some very cool glass reflective looking. Uh, pendants and necklaces and buttons and ultimately I might get one that's a Triforce that I'm looking at right now because <laughs> that looks pretty badass uh, and colorful. Yeah. The things I always like most at these, and there's there's a bevy of them uh, on, the, on this that are going to be at this con, are the people who make clothing. So it's, it's not even necessarily, like, you'll see a lot of, like, steampunk booths making steampunk clothing and baubles and you'll see like nerdy 
you know, clothing and stuff like that. But a lot of times there's also just people who are very good at making clothes and they'll make cute little outfits or they'll do t-shirt printing and stuff like that. Um, it's, I love more than anything supporting artists. So I definitely come to these cons with more money than I actually want to spend because I know that I'm going to see something at one of these booths that is like, I cannot live without that. One of the things that, you know, I like is replicas, mm -hmm. like real life, either masks, helmets, bodysuits, uh, whatever. Uh, Odd Man Out Props will be there, and they have a plethora of whether it's uh, swords, guns, uh, the new Captain America shield that he had in the last uh, Avengers movie that he got from Wakanda, uh, masks, some Deadpool-looking stuff. This looks amazing, and I'm assuming that there's probably not, they're probably mostly unique, but I want to have at least one new thing to <laughs> put in my house that you can complain about that, why do I need it? Uh, that is going to happen. The last uh, little thing that I want to uh, give a quick mention for is My Little Demon. You may recall this. These are the My Little Pony looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether the little plushies or their stickers, pretty much they're evil My Little Ponies. Oh, I love those. Do you remember the crazy dead bears that were at yeah. that one con? I love shit like that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, we really just got one more thing to talk about when it comes to this con. What is that? The kind of famous people that they get to come to this The con. media guests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The celebrity guests. Um, holy shit. The guests that they got this year. Yeah. Holy shit. There's been <laughs> there's been years where I've been surprised. Holy shit. There's been some years where, uh, due to circumstances, there was a couple holy shits, but then... Yeah. They're all great, but this year... Holy shit. Yes. They're... They're going all out for this 30th Half of these year. people could cancel, and it would still be awesome. Like, that's the level of of celebrity guests they have this And I year. will say I am a little bit sad uh, Rain Wilson canceled. Yeah. He's a person that I would love to just have a beer with. Yeah. I, he probably is really fun to have a beer with. Um, Felicia Day is going to be there, which I think is very exciting. Because, you know, not a lot of girls out there, like, prevalent in this industry championing nerddom. That is something I do want to quick uh, make a callback to the artist, uh, Allie. Looking at all the names, we only talked about half, not even half, probably only a sliver of the many artists and, yeah. and writers that are going to be there. Looking at the page, though, there were a lot of women there were, yes. that I'm super happy about yeah. seeing this mm -hmm. the playing field Sure. Get a lot more level. Yeah, I definitely, obviously, definitely agree with that. But going back to Felicia Day, yes. Yeah. Oh. I'm very happy that she's going. Uh, two of my favorite uh, Trekkies, George Sakai and Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. Yeah. The Frakes, uh, you know, I mean, come on. What a sex dream in the 90s, you know? <laughs> Well, I personally like because he was uh, the voice of uh, Xanatos from uh, Gargoyles. Mm, oh, my God. Yes, he totally was. That's funny. I always forget about that. 
And that's what, oh, I can't wait till if they finally make a Disney get on it, make a movie of that. They definitely should do that. Now, uh, Doug Jones, I've met before, one of the nicest people. This was uh, actually at Motor City Comic Con probably eight, ten years ago. Yeah. And literally one of the most talkative people in the world and one of the most friendly. Yeah. And that was back then. And a lot of his stop motion has just blown up and he's a lot more famous now. A lot more people recognize his name. Very tall. I mean, I'm saying this in just a a defining way. Alien look like he is. Oh, that's why he does so great. And he is Abe Sapien. Like, yeah, yeah, he well, and he played in Shape of Water. He played the creature from the Black Lagoon, basically. Abe Sapien. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah he, amazing. He does amazing work. Uh, Henry Winkler's going to be there. I know. That's actually, I mean, so he, obviously he's, he's never, ever gone away. He's always been the Fonz, but he's always been there, you know. Right now he's in that show, Barry. He plays an acting coach in that. Um, I listened to an interview with him on NPR the other day because I'm all kinds of nerds and, (laughs) and it was just, his story is amazing. And like, he has terrible dyslexia and he talked about how, when he was on happy days, how horrible it was to do table readings because he was always embarrassed because he couldn't read the script as well as everybody else. And like just the, the things that he knows and understands about the industry just blows your mind. Uh, we have a Hulk. We, we always have a Hulk. <laughs> uh, Lou Ferrigno is going to be showing up yeah. uh, to Motor City Comic Con. And that dude... He's pure for, muscle. Yeah, I was going to say for his... He's like 105 years old. old. No, he's yes. like 105 years old. <laughs> Still that he... Sorry, Lou, you're not 105. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're very buff. Don't hurt me. Um... I just want to say that there's a list of throwbacks to to my youth on um, coming to this show. We got Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah. We got Nev Campbell, Polly Shore, fucking oh. Meatloaf. <laughs> that was an interesting uh, person to see as a media guest. But hey, I fucking love Meatloaf's music. So. Yeah. Well, and man, he was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Come on. He's been rocking nerds out for a while. Uh, Polly Shore, that, uh, I just. I just kind of want to see what that happens. That is my <laughs> teenage years. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's it's crazy. And then, of course, you have your your glut of wrestlers that are showing up to this. Uh, Shawn Michaels, who I actually know. Rey Mysterio, who I used to have the biggest crush on. Really? Yeah. I don't, I, you never see his face. Yeah. I know, I know. And I know he wears contacts most of the time, too, to make his eyes all crazy looking. But, like, I don't know what it was, but I used to have the biggest crush on him. Um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> wrestlers. Uh, the devil will be in town. Ah, Lucifer himself. Yep, yeah. Tom Ellis. Yep. That was one that actually has made my brother and sister-in-law consider dropping the kids off to... Oh, Yeah. The yes, DB so Woodside from Lucifer is also going to be there. There's a you can do a a co photo op with both of them. And although the show is not exactly the the Lucifer book that I have loved, I have gotten back into watching it. And you actually have said that it's good. Yeah, you've admitted to it. I've, I've heard gotten, you. 
I can change. <laughs> I can change. Uh, actually, one of the... There's a grouping of people that I want to get to, but this is a huge name that I don't know how the hell they got him, but John Cleese. Oh, my God. I I don't Spot. know. Seriously. Like, out of <laughs> all the people that they have here... Yeah. He... Oh, they have, he, they a, have a lot of... But he's... He's legendary. He's legendary. He's been in the industry. Everyone's watched a Monty Python movie, plus all the stuff he's done outside of Monty Python. Like, and he's so funny. He's so, like, I could admit, like, I would imagine talking to him is just like a stream of just constant humor coming out of his mouth. I don't think that he can operate any other way. Oh, yeah. I would say out of all the people that are going to be here, I would probably want to meet him the most. Yes, yes, he's tied with one other person that I would love to see, and that is David Tennant. Yeah. Uh, when I finally got into uh, getting, it was b- when Billy Piper was there two years ago, I believe, because it wasn't last year. I believe it was two years ago, maybe three years ago. I didn't really know who she was, but I wasn't a Whovian then. Right. I hadn't watched, and then I was like. God, I need to finally watch this show. And really, David Tennant was one of the best doctors that there ever were. And then him showing up and Jessica Jones, everyone oh, talking yeah. about who he was. Mm-hmm. So that would coincide with about three years ago. I was like, okay, this guy's pretty awesome in this. And I had seen that first actually before watching Doctor Who. So I'm like, I got to get out of it that he's not an evil right. purple man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so David Tennant will be there along with Billy Piper yep. and Free uh, Freema Agamemnon, yeah, who also was one of the his companions yep. as well. Well, and she went on to be in Torchwood, which was the spinoff from. And she was in Sense Eight, which oh, a great Netflix show. It ended way too early, but luckily Netflix allowed there to be a two-hour. Let's wrap it up because the fans really love this show. Yeah. And it's another another reason why we love Netflix so much because our our, our loyalties are going to divide a bit when Disney Plus comes out. Right. I can say that. So um, another big star that's going to be there, and it will be awesome because it's going to be coming right off the tail of Avengers Endgame coming out. Is Palm Clementif? Palm Clementif? I hope I pronounced her name right. Anyway, she plays Mantis. In the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers movie. And when you look at her picture on here, you're you're not instantly like, oh my god, that's Mantis. But if you look hard enough, you can tell you can them that's her. But that's super exciting, especially it's this con is literally right after Endgame comes out. I guess I, not literally, but <laughs> a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hoonan, who yep. that's... Uh, not into Sons of Anarchy, so I have no idea what anybody's talking about when they start talking about Sons of Anarchy. Look at his picture. I know who he is, I guess, kind of, but yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of ladies are talking about, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, ah, give me John Cleese <laughs> any day. <laughs> uh, again, we have a lot of Walking Dead yes. uh, people. A lot uh, of Masterson is going to be there. Um, Christian Serratos. I hope I pronounced her name right. Oh, we got a yeah. Hodor. 
I know. I just watched rewatched that episode last night. It's so sad. He, I've heard he's such a nice person. Yeah, and he DJs too. Yeah. I wonder if he'll do the. <gasps> oh my god, how awesome would that be? If he does that, the Saturday Night Bash. Ugh. Ah. <laughs> That's the whole reason to go to buy a ticket to the con just for that. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, that is a small slice of some of the people that you can see there yes. and some of the things that you can do but it is an experience in and of itself yes. if you've never been to a convention this is the one to go to if you've been to conventions this, this is still the one yep. to go to yep there's so much to do such a great price of entry yep. for sure go to motorcitycomiccon.com you can check out all the media guests because there are way more than what we talked about Tons of them. You can check out all the Artist Alley artists. You can buy photo ops. There's some people that are doing prepaid autographs. You can get your tickets there. Learn all about what's going on at the con. Stop by the website. Check it out. Get your tickets. Get there early. Stand in that line. <laughs> and yes, there. the way the show has been more lately, there is a line. Yeah. I have to say but this. But it's not that long no. of a line. It, well, it is until the doors open. Yeah. You're waiting in line until the yeah. doors open. But once the doors open, right. it goes pretty smoothly. Here's a tip from Lindsay. Especially if you're buying a whole weekend pass. Don't get there when the doors open. There's literally no nothing. There's no point. There's no point in getting there when the doors open. Get there an hour after the doors open. You're going to be there almost just as much time. But everyone has cleared out through the line already. Mm-hmm. That's my tip. Unless you want to be there at... Six o'clock in the morning to be the first person in line. Good on you. Go do that. Uh, it is May in Michigan, so it could snow at any moment. <laughs> yeah, so I would say definitely the only downside, I guess, to getting there later is parking goes further out away from the convention the later you get there. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to seeing our con family, seeing some of these guests, and seeing you, the listeners, at this convention. As always. Stop by and say hi if you see us. And stay thirsty for Drunk on Comics after dark. That's weird. (laughs) After dark. Stay thirsty for Drunk on Comics and all the many interviews we're going to do. Stay thirsty for Tony's third take of the ending. (laughs) That we will not cut out. (laughs) 